ibn al-Nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa azwaji wa mitabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yumiddin amma ba'd Today inshallah we'll look at some of the ayat about Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam And with Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam we need to spend a little more time, more sessions, inshallah, as we know that he is a prophet that is, has been mentioned a lot by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And the way he's mentioned in Quran, you could see that he holds a special position in between the Anbiya alayhi wa And then after Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam's time, all the Anbiya that came were from the progeny of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam. In addition to that, we see that whenever we send salat and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in our salah, we mention the name of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam. So there is a lot of attachment in this deen with Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam and his teachings. Kaaba that we face, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam is the one who built it. So we need to understand a few things about Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also explained, more detail about Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam as compared to many other Anbiya, not all of them, but many other Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam, he was sent to a nation who were all into shirk, just like the situation of Salih alayhi salatu wassalam and Hud alayhi salatu wassalam and other Anbiya. The problem Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam faced in addition to what other Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam faced during the time was that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam's own father was against Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam. And not only that he was just opposing him, he was one of the leading people of that community who was opposing the message of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam. Now that put Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam in a very, very difficult situation because as a prophet of Allah, and of course as any believer, but then of course being in that position of a prophet of Allah, he does not want to disrespect his father. At the same time, he cannot compromise with his father in what dad is doing. So, he can't accept it, and at the same time, father is very staunch believer in what he is doing, and he does not want to give up in anything. In fact, he's opposing, he's threatening his son, and Ibrahim cannot talk back to him, cannot disrespect him. So that puts Ibrahim in a very, very difficult situation. 
So see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains some conversation that was going on between Ibrahim and his father. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mention Ibrahim in this book which means in Quran al-Kareem, innahu kana sadiqan nabiyya, he was sadiq which means a man of truth and he was a prophet of Allah. If li abi, this is where he started his message from. He started with his father, of course. Because as soon as you go and talk to people, first thing people will ask you, how about your dad? So at least Ibrahim would be in a position of saying, I already talked. And he doesn't want to listen, so I'm talking to you now. If He said to his father, Ya Abati. Now this word Ya Abati is very, very important. That in spite of all the confrontation that is going on in the house, he is not using any word of disrespect. He's not calling him even with his own name. He's not even just calling him in a general term, oh man, or something like this. Ya abati, oh my dad. In fact, the true meaning of ya abati, oh my dear dad, which means with full, utmost respect that you can call. And then is not ya abi, ya abati, additional word showing additional respect. Why do you worship something that does not hear, does not see, and is not of any help to you? He's coming with the logic now. Ibrahim salam, and this is one thing that we need to learn from the story of Ibrahim salam, using the logic and the hikmah in da'wah. All the Anbiya salam, use hikmah. The logic that Ibrahim used, Quran specifically goes into some detail of that logic. And it's a logic that you can always use it at any time. It's never old. This logic of Ibrahim you can use it at any time. Why do you worship something that doesn't hear? Why do you worship something that cannot see? Why would you worship something that cannot help you in any way. La yughni an kashayya. When you see this with all the people that worship any objects beside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you ask them, are you sure that he can hear you? Are you sure that he can see you? Are you sure that he can help you? Three parts of the question. It's not just one part of it. Hearing, seeing, and helping at the time of need. You are stuck in the middle of the ocean. You are in the airplane. And you hear the announcement, the engine of the plane has failed. Stopped working. And the plane is going to crash. At this time, who is it that you would call? People who worship any of those objects, be it be moon, star, say a person who worships, and we will see later on in the story of Ibrahim he gave them example because they used to worship the stars and the moon. Now, you are in the plane and it's a daytime. And this is the person who worships the stars. He hears that announcement about plane going to be crashing. He looks out of the window. It's daytime. He can't see the star. He wants to call. But he knows that during the daytime, the star can do nothing. 
I have never seen any response from this time. We may think, okay, people who, have, who worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they haven't seen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that will be another question, we'll get into that inshallah later on. The point here that we are trying to understand is, a person who worships these objects, does realize that I haven't received any message from this object. We say we received a message from Rabbul Alameen subhanahu wa ta'ala. But a person who worships this star, if he tells us, what's the difference between you and me? At least I see the star during the night time. You don't even see your God during the night time. We say no. It's not about seeing. It's about knowing that he sees me. That he is there for me. And he is there for me without any limit of a time. I believe that he sent messengers and through the messengers, he has sent a message for me. And I know when I worship him, I know that this is how he wants me to worship him. When I'm standing before him, when I'm facing certain direction, when I'm bowing down to him, when I'm reciting something, I know this is what he wants from me. Now you tell me, as you see this star, okay, you claim that you see him for uh, some portion of the day, which means during the night time. So tell me, what message did you receive from this star? What does he want you to do? Do you have someone that you can say, the star have sent this man for us? And he sent this message for us? No, there is nothing. There is nothing. And this is the difference between any person that would worship any object beside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and believers who worship Rabbul Alameen subhanahu wa ta'ala. Regardless of what object that is, you have not received any message from that object. You haven't received. Not only that you didn't receive a message, when you worship that object, you're not sure if this is going to make him happy or not. In most of these situations, is not make him happy or not, make it happy or not. And remember, when you are worshiping something that is it, and it's not even him or her. That means it's non-living being. Has no life. How would it hear you? How is it going to help you? And especially now look at Ibrahim situation. His father used to make idols. Quran tells us, وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ آزَرُ what was Ibrahim والسلام, father's name? Aza. Some people don't believe it or don't agree, maybe. Listen, no, Azar wasn't Ibrahim والسلام's father, is it? Was he father or not? No? He wasn't a father. Why Quran is calling him father? And why don't we believe that he was a father? Some of the people, especially in the recent time, they started making some research on this and saying that no, Azar was Ibrahim Alayhi uncle. It wasn't the father. Whereas Quran very clearly says Ibrahim Alayhi's whole dealing with was with father, not with uncle. The problem is, 
being affected by Israeliyat. The information that comes from the other books. And according to those books, Ibrahim salam's father was Tarif, not Azar. So say, okay, because it says Tarif, so maybe Azar was, was an uncle. He wasn't the father. And then they go further saying, oh, father could not be idol worshiper. Ambiya's father, they cannot be doing that. If it was against the aqeed, the Quran would not even have would have would, would not have used even the word of وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ آذَرَ أَتَتَّخِذُ أَصْنَامًا آنِغًا How clear Quran is لِأَبِيهِ آذَرَ أَتَتَّخِذُ أَصْنَامًا آنِغًا He's saying to his dad, Azar, are you making idols as gods? So we don't really have to go by other books. When Quran is very clearly telling us Abihi Azar. Because the lineage that is mentioned in the books that we are relying on, on saying that no Azar couldn't be father, when you look at that, those books and the lineages that, is, that are mentioned in those books, they're all messed up. They're all messed up. So really they're not a source to say that this is an authentic source for telling us the lineage of all of those Anbiya so, this was only by the way, لِأَبِيهِ Azar. His father was Azar. And Qur'an is very clear about it. And then Qur'an again and again tells us, يَا أَبَتِي, يَا أَبَتِي, Oh my dad, oh my dad. So it's clear that he's talking to his dad. He's not talking to someone else. And then when he says, أَتَتَّخِذُ أَصْنَامًا آلِهًا Ibrahim is seeing his dad. He makes the ayahs. He's, he was the person who used to sell the idols. He makes them and he sells them. And now when you make something, sometimes you make a mistake. So what do you do when you make a mistake? You try to correct it. You try to fix it. Okay, the nose was supposed to be like this. But now the nose is twisted. So now he's trying to fix the nose. It didn't work out and it broke down. So what he's going to do? Okay, break this one and make another one. Ibrahim is looking at it. Dan. You choose the shape that you want to make. You make a mistake, you break it. You make it get you get it right, you sell it. And then when you sell it, you got you, you people start calling it God. How is that possible? SubhanAllah, this tells us Hidayah is only in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Really. It's not about laughing at anyone. It's not about looking down at anyone. It's only about having the hidayah. When Allah Mayyullah we should really, really thank Allah for the Hidayah. That how could a person make something with his own hand and then start bowing down to him saying, you do this for me, you give, everything. You give me everything, you are my sustainer, you are my provider. And you know you made it. And you know that after some time, when it will get old, you're going to throw it in the trash and get another one. And nowadays, Nowadays, people buy them made in China. The sticker says made in China. And the person will buy it and will put it in front of him and starts worship. China is producing gods for the people. See, as I, again, once, as, I, as I said, it's about Hidayah. 
So Ibrahim is seeing all of this. It's not acceptable. Ya Abati, Ya Abati, La ta'abudu shaytan. Oh my God, don't worship shaytan. Inna shaytan kana lirrahmani asiyah. Shaytan is always being disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing worked. Father says, Araghibun anta an alihati ya Ibrahim. Ibrahim, are you a worse to my lords, to my gods? If you would not stop doing this, if you would not stop talking to me about this topic, I'm going to stone you. I'm going to stone you, Ibrahim. Now, I'm telling you, Now, stay away from me and leave me for good. I don't want to see your face again. Ibrahim started talking to other people. Very important. He says to his dad, and now to his people, to the people of his, uh, his town, What is it that you people worship? Very important to ask that question. We just take it as I know it. So I'm going to just start confronting them about it. Ask them, what is it that you worship? Let them see with their mouth. Many times, people are ashamed to say what they worship. So they said, We worship idols. Okay. Do they hear you when you call them? Do they benefit you or they harm you? Logical questions. What was the response to this? We don't know. We don't want to get into all of this. And you know, we don't want to argue about these issues. We found our forefathers doing it, so we'll just do it. We'll just continue doing it the way we found our forefathers. But that, is that an answer to Hal is, uh, is, that, is that an answer to can they hear you and can they see you? No. You're not answering that question. Why are you running away from that question? Why are you shying, shying away from this question? Because you know that the answer is they can't do nothing. Then why are you worshipping? It's only because we saw our forefathers worshipping. Ibrahim now very beautifully talked to them about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Quran presents that in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents it in Quran. He says, Who is my Lord? The one who created me, and he is the one who guides me. The one who provides me with food and drink. When I'm ill, when I fall ill, when I get sick, he is the one who cures me. The one who will cause me to die, he will bring me back to life. And the one from whom I have a great hope that he will forgive my sin on the day of resurrection. Now, Ibrahim is presenting these attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to them to make them think can your idols do these things for you? If they can't do it then who does all of this for you? Who is going to do it for you when you would need him? So if that is Allah then why don't you just worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? These were the people who used to make their idols also on the shape of the stars of the moon so there is an idol and 
on the top of the idol, on the head, there is a star. On the head, there is a moon. On the head, there is the shape of the sun. Because they used to feel that these objects are also part of the idols or part of the God that they worship. Ibrahim again wanted to explain that these are not worthy of worshipping. Now for idols, when he's asking them, Do they hear you? Do they see you? Of course they have no answer. But if he would ask them the question about sun, moon and the star, they may say, yeah, they may be, we don't know, they may be hearing us, they may be seeing us. So Ibrahim salam took a different route there. He said, okay, I'll stay with you people. <coughs> he saw a star. He said, okay, this may be my Lord. This is my Lord. This is not because Ibrahim is convinced now and he feels that, okay, this could be the God. No, he wants to explain to them. So he says, okay, this star, I'll worship this star with you. This could be the Lord. Now he stayed with them until the morning. The star disappeared. He's asking them, where is that? Where is the one that we were worshiping last night? They said, no, it's gone. It disappears. Sunlight is, the sunlight is too uh, bright for the star to show itself. The star disappears in the light of the sun. They said, what? You were telling me this is Lord. We are supposed to worship Him. I don't like things that disappear. If I need Him, then He's not there. God, where are you? I don't know. Look for me now. And it, it's in the Bible. Let me just tell you something. In the story of Adam والسلام, because people do believe God is very limited, it says in the Bible that when Adam والسلام, made a mistake, he ate the fruit of the tree, and the effect of that was he lost his breath. So what did he do? He went and hid behind the tree. Adam and Eve, this is in the Bible. They went and they hid behind the tree. God comes out and is going around the paradises. Adam, where are you? <laughs> yes. And he couldn't find him. And Adam from behind the tree says, I'm hiding. This is exactly what these people's belief was. That God, okay, he's for half a day. Then he's gone and you don't have to worry about God no more. So, Ibrahim والسلام, next day, القمر, he saw the moon, he said, you know, that may be the one, that may be the God, the stars, no, 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 they're small, moon is still bigger. In the morning, moon is gone. Ibrahim السلام, again asked them, what happened to it? He said, it's gone, disappeared. I don't need him only for the night time, I need him day and night. If my Lord will not guide me, I will be of those who would go astray. And I need him during the daytime also. So I need some other God. Okay? Daytime. He says to them, you know, Hada Rabbi, Hada Akbar. He sees the moon and the sun. He says, this could be the God. Because this is the greatest. This is the biggest out of all of those. Now, Maghrib time. Even the sun disappeared. So he said, Ya qawmi inni bari'un mimma tashrikun. Oh my people, I have nothing to do. I withdraw from everything that you people worship. I can't worship these things. 
Give me something that can hear me, that can, uh, that can see me, and that does not disappear, is not there a part-time God, I need a full-time God. They could not present anything to him of that kind. See, the way logically he convinced them that everything they worship is not worthy of worshiping. But they don't want to give up. <coughs> Finally, Ibrahim والسلام, came with the decision. I'm going to teach them some other lesson now. When you know you talk to someone and you talk and every logic and the person really has no response. He has no response. Someone came into you, entered into your house and you want to show kindness to this person. So you talk to this person. Why would you enter to someone's house? Why would you rob someone? Why would you try to get into someone's home? And the person, okay, okay, okay. But still you see him moving forward. He's not going back. He's, what is he doing? He's moving forward. He's trying to get into your room now. So what are you going to do? Still give him a few more logical uh, uh, questions or uh, talk to him with logic. No, now you do this, take the second step. Ibrahim knew that these people, when it comes to the brain, nothing is working. So now we have to take some other step. And he took that step, inshallah, we'll talk about it tomorrow.